let's speak to John Mooney from the podcast from the Rookery End, who joins us now. Evening, John. Evening, boys. Um, now then, I mean, where do you start with Watford and all those signings and how they're going to do in the Premier League? I mean, I still think finishing fourth or fifth from bottom and above the relegation zone would be a cracking season. Or Is, is that not good enough for Watford fans? Uh, position and where you finish is, is, is always um, is always to judge it. I think I'm more interested in the story of the season that's coming up. You know, we start off fairly what you would consider a slightly um, easier start to the season, and the big guns uh, of the Premier League are nicely spaced out. There's a nightmare over Christmas where we play Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, Man City all in a row, uh, and then again they're sort of nicely spaced out. So, you know, we need to have some some good form. Um, at certain points, um, you know, we can hey a couple of points here and there at Christmas be quite nice. But hopefully, um, we'll get off to a good start in this first month. Um, and and that's suppose that's the only big worry with all the signings we've got. Can they find their rhythm? Um, I don't like using the word can they gel, but can they find their rhythm together um, to to be ready for the uh, to, you know to be ready to, to be in action from Saturday and then the next few weeks. Yeah, and there. I mean, if you look at the team and what it might be, I've got a feeling there could be what seven new signings on Saturday. Sort of, yeah. But if you look at who the non-new signings are going to be, there's a sign mm. there. Yeah. Um, there is. Uh, there's Dini. There's Puriagalo. There's Kakar, and then there's Gomez in goal. So that's you know there is a spine of the old team there. Um, what we saw Watford last year uh, under Slav, uh, Slav in the second half of the season was a team. That became a team and a team that knew how to win games of football. Um, and that's my biggest worry, that they will they know how to win and um, you know, get, get the results that they need. Um, and maybe with those four boys there, they, they, that, that, that will still be there. Of the new signings, and you've seen them in that friendly, uh, mm. which one excites you the most? Uh, I think Holobas does uh, on the in, in defence on the left uh, he, he you know I, I, I went to Wimbledon away for pre-season I went to the Sevilla mm. uh, game I didn't go over to Germany up to Scotland or, or to Cardiff but yeah. y- you only get little glimpses um, and he just is a little little moment and that's what you're looking for in a pre-season little moments you go ooh you look a bit tasty um, we didn't get the one I sort of wanted to be the next my next year Watford uh, favourite player is um is uh, Burhouse, uh, Berghouse, uh, Burhis, how are we going to say that one? That's the biggest yeah. thing, what fans at the moment, how do you pronounce these names? Um, <laughs> and uh, he, you know, he's, we, I was hoping to sort of see some exciting moments from him, but he clearly isn't quite up to, uh, to full fitness. Uh, so I think Saturday, Holobas will be uh, part of a nice match today, the play where he does an awesome tackle on, uh, on the uh, Everton, uh, on Ross Barkley, let's say. <laughs> and listen, we got through Kakanichlic, so we can cope with Berghouse, to be honest with you, mate. Um, yeah. uh, that was the worst. Um, what about the, the, the new deals for players like Angela and Cathcart and Abdi? I think they're important as well, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. You, and, and clear, you know, the, the, the players that have got the long-term contracts, you're, I'm assuming that uh, the club looked at them in terms of their position in the, in the squad. Uh, this, maybe their seniority or their, their, how they were in the changing rooms. Uh, and they were offered it. They're nice long contracts, uh, which is always quite interesting. Um, and that's the, the Pozzo sort of trying to keep the value of the club, of the players. Uh, if they do go and shine uh, quite easily in the, in the Premier League uh, and then Watford don't get, uh, get relegated, they, they've got nice contracts so they can get their money's worth out of them. They're not sort of risking too much. Um, but, they're, yeah, like I say, they're, they're the spine. 
Um, and they're the, the hopefully the the elements that the clubs have said no, they're the ones we need to keep. They're the ones that will, will keep the stability from last year and, the, and through all the changes. They've kind of done well, haven't they? The pot I've got to say kind of. They've they've done well with with kind of what they've done pre-season and what they did last year. You know, you know, they're in it for the long haul. You know, they'll see the riches that the Premier League offer you. I mean, it's about 130 million, and next season it'll be the same again. Stay in that division, and you see it with clubs like Stoke and one or two others who've stayed there now for a while. If you keep getting 130 million every season, you're going to start getting in players worth 10, 20 million, and and really start competing with some of the bigger boys. I, what I like is the fact that we're, we're not having to buy 10, 20 million pound players. Mm-hmm. Um, what the Potso is doing is they're buying, their, you know, you look at where all the players are coming from, the market they're coming from, uh, and what they've achieved and what we're paying for them, compared to some of the players that are being bought in the Premier League, like um, uh, Brady, who went to Norwich at 8 million from Hull. Is he worth 8 million? Is he worth more than some of the players that we've got who have got Champions League and, and more, um, more, you know, better experience um, than and then and we haven't really bought British players but that I think is because the Potsos are very aware and they know um, when there's an overinflated price uh, which in theory when you know Greg Dyke goes on about uh, needing to give players chances uh, in the in the leagues that's that's probably the biggest hurdle that these young players um, aren't being moved on because they just cost too much yeah, so first couple of months of the season, you just want Watford to rack up as many points as possible just kind of before Christmas and, and then maybe then decide on, on where, where you'd like Watford to go come the sort of second half of the season. Well, the, the, that will see. The first half of the season will define, I think, how they're going to act in January in the, in the window. Um, if we're in a strong position, um, then maybe they will invest a little bit more and we'll bring in a squad, almost you know, a couple of players, not lots and lots, but a couple of players that will finish a season off and then take us to an- another level the following year when we sort of turn ourselves from a surviving Premier League team into what you said at the state is a West Brom um, and previously a Fulham, who, who have, were our small clubs who have been able the ability to, um, to have long periods of time in the Premier League. I guess the only the only problem when we're talking about those players that, you, you, that Watford are bringing through, you know, they're they're not spending you know the tens and the twenty millions. A lot of the players that that will come in are unknown to a certain extent in this country, and, and the, as players, they will want to perform as well as they can. And you know, the the, the, the difficulty comes when the bigger clubs, and you know what I mean, the Manchester Cities and the Manchester United and Liverpool's and the Chelsea's, uh, there can be a, almost a cleaning out of, of the best players come the end of, the, of a Watford Premier League season. And that, that's a worry, but I guess it's one you're going to have to cope with. But going back to this whole point about there's a bunch of money around um, and where Watford are under the Potsos, we're not in, probably not in a massive, we have to sell, we have to sell. No, um, no, that's you know, three years ago, when we first started doing a podcast five seasons ago, it was, he's good, he'll be, he'll be sold. Um, and they're not going to be sold for the little amount of money that, that, that what players like Danny Graham and, and Will Buckley were sold for. So they're, they're going to be able to hold on to these players, um, at least a few of them. Um, so I, don't, I never see the problem of we have 11 great players and they all disappear. Um, the Potsos will only sell them when they get the right amount of money for them. And John, just a quick one. The manager, Flores, what, what have you made of him so far and what do you think he can achieve at Watford next season? Uh, he's pretty cool, always wearing trainers. Uh, always like to see a little bit of a character coming through. Uh, he sort of see, he, he has the calibre um, that maybe Stav didn't have. And you wonder maybe that was the sort of 
reason why he didn't get the, the contract he wanted and he ended up leaving. Um, everything's there. When you hear people talking about him, there's a lot of respect coming from Spain. So it, it feels right. We Time will tell. Good stuff. Well, John, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's going to be John. really interesting how they fare, isn't it, next season. We look forward to it, and we'll no doubt speak to, the, to, the, to you again throughout the season. A great podcast nice. from the Rookery End. Check it out. Uh, John and the boys uh, have been doing that for a while mm. now. They're old hands. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Hugely popular with Hornets fans uh, all over the country.